From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Carl. And I'm Dana. I have a a treat for you today, Carl. Is it like Rice Krispie bars? (laughs) I wish. I wish that. Um, I like the chocolate on top. I think you are a pun sort of person. Do you like puns? Okay, sure. Go yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah. Like limericks? Sure. Yep. It's not a limerick. Um, all right. I crossed a cell phone with a skunk, and now the service stinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of our listeners are listening in a vehicle right now, and every time they hear your jokes, or your, they like swerve into a telephone pole. Because <laughs> they're laughing so hard, right? Either way. Or out of anger. Uh, I guess Seriously. I, I guess I'm a pun person. I don't know. Do you want another one? Sure. Throw it. If you could take a laptop computer for a run, you would jog your memory. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have to laugh. Uh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. So speaking of tech, let's dial it back a little bit. I right. had an interesting... Um, chat with um one of the folks at the department of public instruction okay who houses a lot of uh, online safety resources for us on their website and this individual actually works with the libraries throughout the state do you want to uh plug the website do you know it offhand no okay that's okay um if you google wisconsin dpi internet safety takes you right to it boom very very good um anyway so she works with the the public libraries throughout the entire state. Okay. And she was a fantastic resource to just chat about um, maybe some connections we could make there and maybe information they would be interested in. With your conversation, did she whisper? <laughs> no. no. You have to whisper in a library? Oh, <laughs> funny. There's my we joke of the day. Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> we didn't meet in the library, sadly. Oh, okay. Um, no. But one of the things she had brought up was just the idea that, you know, when your kids go to the library now, one of one of the things that they can do there is have internet access. Right. And, you know, you sign in and it's somewhat supervised or somewhat filtered, mm-hmm. um, but also somewhat unsupervised. And, right. you know, we can't filter everything. Right. So things to be aware of from kind of that perspective. And I thought this was really interesting. Um, one of the ideas that came along with that was, when is your child ready for an email address? To... Back that up a little bit when you're talking about library uh, internet access. Back in my patrol days, uh, we used to take complaints of um, people accessing the Wi-Fi at the library and watching porn on it. Right. So when you talk about that somewhat being filtered, in some ways it's not. Right, because they have to leave public access there, and so adults right. can go in. And we've actually heard stories about that, too, where adults are, are watching adult pornography in the library. Right. and um, it's a really kind of a sticky wicket for yep. the libraries because, you know, freedom of speech and what they can look at and everything like that right. balanced with what's safe for people around you and trying to keep that blocked. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's something to definitely be aware of. So when is the right time for your child to get an email address? Oh, there is no right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, <laughs> schools, no schools are giving them to, um, my daughter in fourth grade has her own email address. Absolutely. And you know, that's so... That's going to be part of this conversation, too. As with everything with tech, I don't think there's an easy answer to this. Right. And, you know, you have to break out that academic email with 
if you want your child to have a personal email. So I wonder, is the academic email filtered by something like Gaggle, um, or is it wide open? It depends, because some of them work through Google. A lot of them work through Google. Yep. I know hers, well, both my kids are, Mm -hmm. Google. And then you have things like Google Hangouts, where they can chat and do all that kind of stuff through their Google account all day long, and it's not restricted by the school because it's part of that email in fact i received a cyber tip not that long ago where the girl was chatting over her school email Mm-hmm. so we get a lot of that that's scary in itself yep yep so okay let's back it up a little bit obviously you want to be talking to your child about um why they want to use email are they looking to communicate with friends or family um, are you looking to introduce them to technology? Do they just need an email address to sign up for profiles on online gaming or right. something like that? Um, because that's going to help kind of guide you in, in when they're ready for it and if it should be shared with you or how you kind of want to move forward with that. It's a little bit scary because I, and I'm almost embarrassed as I'm sitting here thinking about this or having this conversation. I don't know my son's email address or my daughter's email address through school at all. It, nothing I don't believe anything was forwarded to me by the school saying we are issuing you, your son or daughter, this email address, and here is the password that they use. I wonder who monitors that. That's interesting because I assumed you would have had to sign off on like a Well, you have to sign content. off on a blanket. You do. You have to sign off on a blanket. Your child will be using the internet. And okay. Maybe somewhere in there it says they will be accessing an internet or an email address, but it doesn't say... What it is. What the password is or anything. You know, like, I can't monitor that. At least I don't think. Yeah. That's a little be. bit scary if you think about it. I there wonder must, how many schools out there are like that. There must be a reason that maybe they want to monitor it and they don't want to. <laughs> or know, it's an it oversight be, on the school's part. It might be. Um, I know a lot of places, you'll have to sign that code of conduct. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it'll be specific to the email because the email is supposed to be used for academic purposes only. Yep. Um, and I think that's the thing to remember because a lot of kids then will then go and use that email for things like social media profile signups because it's yep. their email address. Yep. And that's not academic. That's not an appropriate use of it. Yep. Um, and it's really identifying. Oh, extremely. So if it's public in your profile information, it really identifies where you go to school, where you live, possibly even your name. All right. Um, so you know, things know. to be aware of there. I'm going to go home and check that now. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. So along those lines, I guess if you're talking to your child about what they want to use that for, um, or what they might be ready for, consider what email address, what provider you're going to go through because you can do, you know, your Gmail, your Hotmail, your Yahoo, or if maybe they aren't as savvy on picking up like scams or that sort of stuff, you can go through your internet provider. Yep. If you've got, you know, whatever charter or cellcom or you know whatever your internet provider is a lot of times they'll provide email addresses too and they'll be a little bit um more restricted on what comes through yeah that's what i do i have a i i have spectrum so i go through spectrum there you go yeah for my personal email um not aol (laughs) (laughs) no not netscape let's come back around not netscape.com no yeah uh so that's something to keep in mind too and i think there are even some like specific you can, you know, search it in, in your app store or that sort of thing. But I think there are specific programs for emails for kids that help you as a parent um, be more of a part of that process. Okay. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, maybe take a look at that. Yeah. 
um, depending on how young your child is. So uh, those are a couple of things. The other big one that I think is important to talk about is not only helping them choose what that email handle is, but talking to them about making those choices later on. Because how many email addresses do you have outside of work? How many personal email addresses do you have? Two. I have two as well. Yeah. How many do you think that like? Well, three. Yeah, because you have my Apple, so I have an iCloud account. Okay. Gmail account, and then my Spectrum account. Okay. Yeah, and I have a normal one and like a spam one. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Because I like free stuff, so I like to sign up for things. Um, But I think with kids, it's very, very common for every social media or app or game that they join up with. A lot of times they'll they'll start a new email address for each one. Yeah, or why not? Yeah, or they'll just make a fake one to do you right. know sign up for this or that or whatever right. else. So they may never use it, but they're signing up for all these email yeah. addresses. Um, so they're going to be doing that without you there. Is my point? Absolutely. And it's important to not only help them choose the correct type of. I'm going to is handle the right word. Sure. Why not? Okay. Screen name. Yeah. Um, but also you know teach them appropriate things to consider later down the road. Right. Um, and the reason is because that can give people um, kind of an image of you. Oh, absolutely. Right? Not only do we not want to use our full name, we don't want to use the age or our birth date. Right. But you also don't want to use like overly sexualized right. usernames. <laughs> right. Um, you know, what is that going to tell people about you or what you're possibly willing to do? Well, in some cases, you know, when, when colleges do backgrounds, they're searching email addresses. Mm-hmm. So if you have, you know, King Fat Valley 12, <laughs> I mean, they're going to ask you about it. Not what does this mean? You know, it's not the best image of no. you, right? So yeah, it, it's something to definitely be cognizant about. But we see a lot of those, um, that come through here and they will have like, terminology dealing with like sexy or mistress or mm-hmm. you know different numbers like 69 or right. like the other day well i can't use the actual one it was but um involving defecation and maybe some candy or gum right. so you know <laughs> things that are just really inappropriate um and don't send the right message about yourself that right. you want possibly teachers or jobs or even if you do talk to people that you don't know online, that's not the message you want to be putting out there in your conversation. So what I did when I applied for schools, I used my, I actually used my full name um, because I didn't want anybody to get confused with it. This was back almost 20 years ago. Um, and so it's different. Um, things have exploded in the internet world and looking back at it, I wouldn't do that again, but I was uh, so concerned because counselors were saying, don't do this, don't do that. And and it was, email came up. Mm-hmm. So you want a, a good natured email. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's my name, my first name dot my last name at um, gmail.com. And I think that's really common with our uh, age group or generation. Yeah. So in in a sense, because I didn't want anything to, I didn't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I used that when I applied for jobs and, and, and all that stuff too. So I didn't want, I wanted it to be a vanilla email address. Yep. But now in society with the hacking and the spoofing and the everything else that's going out there, the malware and spyware and everything that's out there, 
you almost don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, because you're giving away so much identity just by putting your name in an email address. Right. So it's hard. It's hard to make a decision on what a decent email address would be you know pet's name i don't know yeah it's very hard and you know if that's something you think your child might might benefit from down the road and it's available sign up for it now and just hold on to it right you don't have to give them access to it or anything it just is is spoken for then right and then the other option and you know i've done this before too down the road you can always you know purchase a domain and then sure. you have one through that. Yep. And it's a more professionalized way to do that. Yep. You're, you have complete control over it. Right. Um, so, you know, there are options out there. You're not always going to be stuck with. And you don't have to be super techie nope. to do any of this stuff. <laughs> Everything is so simple to understand and download or, or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, to get a good domain, domain name nowadays, it's relatively simple. Mm-hmm. And inexpensive. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, keep those kinds of things in mind and make sure you're talking to your child about making good choices about um, the image they're projecting about themselves right. online, whoever they're talking to. It doesn't, yep. whomever they're talking to, it doesn't matter to us. Um, so I don't know. What other thoughts do we have with, with email addresses? You know, the, it just, everything online. And when we talk about this, almost every episode is just, understand and talk to your kids about what they're doing it's hard they get it it's hard especially in a case like i didn't know until there was a school project due that my son had his own school email address and password and everything mm-hmm. and all the information that he had on it um could get into his his uh school work and in google docs and all that um so it's I, sit down with them yeah you sign that internet policy at school and um they have access to everything, yeah. you know, and like we talked about a couple episodes ago, I mean, you, you trust that your kids are doing the right thing, but they're not, they're <laughs> well, just not, well, they're, they're exploring, they're exploring. Yeah, yeah, they're kids and, and it's hard as a parent to swallow that fact. I, I'm guilty 150%, um, to say, nah, he would never do that. Well, no, yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Because you know what? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And friends are telling you to do this or that, or hey, did you see this or see that? And this video is awesome or this, whatever. It's uh, difficult. It's very difficult. Yeah. So we can make some recommendations anyway. Same thing that we do for all tech safety. It's going to be the same like kind of lines with this, I guess. Um, You're talking to your child about creating this email address or other email addresses in the future. Um, set those same kind of limits with that. So this is an introduction into technology. So set those limits and say, like, when when can they check their email? Maybe you want to say they can't check their email after 830, you know, or something like that. Um, And set those clear rules and boundaries. Are you going to know their password? Are you going to periodically check it? Tell them if you are. Right. You know, and make that a very clear expectation that I'm going to check this from time to time. It's your way to earn trust and my way to make sure that, um, spam emails or something like that aren't right. getting through to you. Yep. Um, and and just kind of teach them to use tech appropriately, and you know, be more responsible with it as they graduate to different types of tech. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I look back at my uh, younger ICAC days, uh, when I first became an investigator, one of the primary sources of chatting with predators was email. Mm-hmm. So, um. It's very important that that hasn't stopped. So um, it's it's just one more thing to, to watch. And if you want to kind of look through this um, more in written format, this is one of our 
newsletters that we're putting out there each month. Um, this is the topic we included for February, and you can subscribe to that through our email address or our ugh, our email address. Got email addresses on the brain. <laughs> Through our website at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. You can sign up for the newsletter there. You can listen to episodes. You can make suggestions to us. You can tell us jokes that we can use for our joke. That would be day. awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. Um, so join us on there and um, take a, a deeper look at this if you're interested in that. Sounds good, like always. Stay safe. <laughs>